0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes to us in order to share His life with us. Dear Brothers and Sisters in Christ, I've been seeing, it seems like, a whole lot more of these commercials on at the beginning of the year than what I normally saw them, even though they were kind of out there anyway. And they're all of those Ancestry.com commercials. Um, And, and you know, I, I don't know if that means that people's New Year's resolutions are like, hey, let me find out about my family. Because I'm seeing less of the Weight Watchers Jenny Craig <laughs> ads and, and more of the Ancestry.com. So I don't know if people are just like giving up. They're like, hey, it's my DNA. <laughs> or what's happening with that. But they're interesting commercials. They're, they're interesting commercials on, on many different levels, but especially on the level of Identity. Because really what Ancestry.com with their little DNA test encourages you to do is to send you a, a, a swab of your, your DNA so that they can take a look at it and they can tell you approximately from where in the world your race and ethnicity comes from. And so they've got these ads that have people that say, well, I really wanted to find this stuff out. And they find out a lot of times stuff that they weren't expecting. And it's interesting the way that people are drawn to this. In fact, one of the ads, an an ad for a lady named Kim, starts off this way. She says, I really wanted to find out who I was and where I came from. Well, I would hope that Kim would be able to answer that question on some level without Ancestry.com. If she's not able to do that, she has some amnesia issues. I wanted to find out who I was. That, that's, that's a big question for us. Isn't it? A big question that, well, who am I? And it's a question that I think we start asking when we're a kid. We start to develop like this sense of like, okay, who am I in relation to that person? Who am I in relation to this person? Who am I in my family? Who am I in my school? And then that just keeps on going and uh, we're probably still doing a little bit of that work of trying to figure out who we are unless you were one of those cool people who stopped everything kind of early on in life and said, I'm going to go and find myself. Hopefully you did. And so she says, well, I, I, wanted, to find, I wanted to find out who I was. And then she said, and where I came from. Which there, there was kind of this sense that she has there of, well, who you are has something to do with where you've come from. And that's really the big ticket seller for Ancestry.com. Because as you'll find out, when you see Kyle's video, Kyle got bamboozled. (laughs) Kyle grew up thinking that he was a German. He grew up thinking he was a German. He did all of these German things, which... Uh, involved uh, dancing and lederhosen, and all sorts of other stuff that you're like, oh, I, I don't know. Um, okay, Kyle. But then Kyle says, well, I, I just wanted to sort of double down, make sure that I'm German. You know, maybe he was thinking about buying a new set of lederhosen and wanted to find out, like, if he should really do that. And so he said, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to send off my little swab, and I'm going to find out who I am. And he comes back, and he's not German at all. Uh Uh-oh. You know, some people in the room would be like, well, he should stop being a Lutheran. I don't know if he (laughs) was. That that is complete fallacy, by the way. You don't have to be a German to be a Lutheran. But there's kind of this thing of like, well, who I am is connected with, well, where I come from. And so instead of dancing around in the Lederhausen, the, the shot that you see next is him in a kilt with bagpipes. Which I'm really not sure that that's trading up. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. But it's this, this, this question that we have about ourselves. Well, who am I? And, and how does that relate to the world that is around me? And it's a question that maybe even other people are asking about you. Other people are, are saying, well, well, you know, who is this person? How do I know them? How can, how can I know that I may, maybe I should trust them, maybe I shouldn't trust them? How do I know that? And you can't really find those questions out in a DNA test. You can't be like, well, this person is from Ireland, so obviously I should be able to trust him. But if he was from Australia, land of convicts, maybe not. Which, by the way, I think the DNA would be muddled there with Australia. But you've got this this question, you know. Well, who are you and, and where do you come from? And that's largely the question about Jesus. It's the question about Jesus, it's the question about his forerunner, John the Baptist. Then the question is, who is this Jesus guy that John the Baptist is by the river preaching? He's by the river leading people in repentance to confess their sins and to... Be baptized. And people are kind of asking, well, who is this guy? Well, I know that he lives out in the wilderness. I also know that he has a crazy diet. I know a lot of things about John the Baptist, and, well, can I trust him? That was large on people's mind. And obviously the people that are being baptized by John go, yes, I, I can trust John. But there are some other people that are kind of waiting in the wings, and they're like, I, I'm not sure that I can trust John. Uh, You know, he's kind of a crazy looking guy. And then this other guy shows up, this Jesus guy. And he walks into the scene. And all of a sudden, John seems to change his demeanor. All of a sudden, John is like, I'm going to baptize you? We know that from the other gospel lessons. I'm going to baptize you. You should be the one who's baptizing me. What's going on here? Who are you and who am I? Where do you come from and where do I come from in this? And sometimes we get a little bit apprehensive about, well, who we are and where we come from. I mean, that's one of the kind of issues with this whole DNA testing thing. Not only that it costs a ridiculous amount of money to send those things off, but also that people are afraid that that somebody could take their, their DNA screen and that they could find out Something that they would rather keep secret. Hey, this person is predisposed to cancer. This person is predisposed toward alcoholism. This person is predisposed towards infertility. This person is predisposed toward you name it. And we kind of push back and we go, I'm, I'm not sure if that's who that person is, if that's who they are and where they're coming from. Do I really want to do business with them? Do I want to give them an insurance policy? Do I want to trust them with the life of my child? Do I want to do a whole manner of things? And when we look at our DNA, when we look at who we are and where we come from, we have to admit that there's some of that DNA that we would much rather just keep buried. There's stuff in there that we go, Okay, this isn't all about being German and Irish. There's some stuff in my past. There's some stuff with my people, where I come from, that I'm not proud of. There's some stuff with me that is in my own past that I'm not proud of. And if that comes to light, then I I get a little bit sheepish. I push away from the table a little bit. I, I don't want people to know who I am. Because after all, What we want people to see in us is what God declares to Jesus. Jesus goes down into the water. He comes up. The heavens rend open. A dove comes down out of the sky, lights on his head, and says, this is my Beloved, in whom I am well pleased. Essentially, that's who we want to be. It's who we want to be in front of God, but it's also who we want to be in front of people. We want people to look at us and we want people to say, "This is that is my beloved, in whom I am well pleased. Maybe I don't have like a romantic relationship or a familial relationship with them, but I know that person and I, and, and they are my beloved. I am well pleased whenever I see that person, my light, my face lights up. That's what we want. And so what we try to do is we try to hide some of that stuff. We try to say, okay, well, they'll say that I'm their beloved and that I'm that they are well-pleased in me if I can just hide some of this. And we try to do that with God, strangely enough. Even knowing that God is omniscient, even knowing that God sees everything that we do, even knowing that God knows every bad thing that we're going to do before we even do it, we try to go, no, God, let's just keep this between me and me. You can just gaze upon me and say, this is my beloved. And God says, no, that's not how this works. But he says no in a way that frees us even more than hiding our sins. He says no in a way that is even better than discovering we're some part, a part of some other ethnicity or something like that. He says no in this way. He says, no. Here's the deal. You are my beloved. And I am well pleased in you. Because Jesus was baptized. And so were you. Have you ever wondered why John was baptizing in the first place? You know, you, you, you kind of go, well, John, um, you're kind of a ca- ahead of the curb here. Um, that's not supposed to happen until Matthew 28. <laughs> what are you doing, John? Well, what John is doing is he's setting up what baptism even means. What John is doing is he's saying that baptism means this, that because Jesus went down into water and came back up again and heard the voice of God say, this is my beloved in whom I am well pleased, that when you go down into water, when you are baptized, when you hear those words, I baptize you in the name of the three people who showed up at Jesus' baptism, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that that is being said about you. Not because of any DNA that you have, Not because of anything that you've done. Not because of who you are. Not because of where you come from. But because of Him. Because of Jesus and who He is. That He is the Savior. Because of Jesus and where He comes from. That He comes from the Father and the Spirit in order to come to this world, in order to save us. That is what the good news of baptism is all about. That we're joining Jesus. And that in a strange way, that what happens to us is that we actually get some of Jesus' DNA. That's what this whole body of Christ thing is about. That when we are baptized, it's sort of like God says, hey, let me take some of Jesus' bone marrow, stick it in you. It's going to start creating cells. And as those cells start creating, there's going to be a whole new set of genes swimming around in your body. And that whole new set of genes is Jesus' set of genes. That you're going to start behaving like Him. Not for the sake of the behavior, but for the sake of the identity. Because God didn't come to this world in order to give you a to-do list. He came to this world in order to change you. In order to give you a new identity. In order to change your who you are and your where you come from. And every Sunday when we gather together here, and we take His body, and we take His blood It's like we're getting a shot of that DNA all over again so that we can go out into this world and we can be his body and we can say, look, I don't have it all, but I've got some of Jesus's DNA swimming around in here someplace. And because of that, I want to do something different. And that something different is going to be a whole lot better than picking up a bagpipe and a kilt. It's going to be taking up your cross and following him. And so for the next few weeks, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be exploring Jesus' DNA, kind of piece by piece, looking at who he is and what that has to do with us. And throughout it, remember that here's the deal. Jesus came to change the who you are. And that's all that matters. Because the what you do simply follows from the who you are. And the whose you are. So now may you this week, may you go out into this world and may you remember your identity. May it be like you just filmed your own Ancestry.com video. And may you get on that video and may you say to yourself, I had no idea, but I found out that I have a certain percentage of Jewish rabbi in me. (laughs) And that's going to change the way that I relate to this world. Amen.